Eagle looking great. Here we go. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Sci-Fi Wise Guys podcast. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we actually watch and review straight to stream science fiction and science fiction adjacent movies, television shows, web originals, uh, YouTube shorts, fan films. Things. What's the distribute originals? Distribute originals. Distribute yes. originals. Visual entertainment media. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. That was, was pretty that? good. Did you like it? Yeah, I like that new intro. Yeah. I totally forgot I had to do it. So I didn't prep at all. Oh, I didn't prep last week either. I just kind of did it. Well, I was going to like just over prep. That's all. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. We decided to change it up a little bit. Normally, these are bonus episodes. We're going to release it as a mainline episode because we can. It's our podcast. It is your podcast. What did we watch, Anthony? We watched Lower Decks Season 3, mm. Episode 1, Grounded. I asked you that to go ahead and get it out of the way. <clears throat> Yeah. So we can do the small talk here for just a second. Okay. okay. Just so everyone knows, I am back from vacation. Yeah. The day I returned and the day after weren't great for me. <laughs> a lot of stress. Believe it or not, returning from a one-week vacation where you leave your life behind, uh, I forgot how an, how much of a stark departure real life is from vacations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you always traveled for work, and so I guess you were just used to it, but I, I did not. Yeah. I had struggled oh. a little bit. Being home was like the vacation. Yeah. <laughs> and then being gone for work was like normal. Yeah. Yeah. But I was in Florida. I went to Disney World. I got to um, do the Hollywood Studios experience. We are not sponsored oh. by Disney, but feel free to send us some money. Disney is not going to send us anything but cease and desist. <laughs> Let's be honest. I went on a... I don't think you've ever been to Disney World. No, right? no. Okay. So they've got the whole Star Wars experience. I don't even remember what it's called. I think it might just be called Star Wars experience. But I got to go on a this ride exp- adventure thing where you get, um, first of all, you stand in line for a long time. But oh. the, the line is, see, a great amusement park is well designed for the visitors. And when I have to wait in line for 30 to 45 minutes for an interaction or a ride, I'd prefer if I was somewhere where the sun wasn't beating down oh, on me. Oh, man. Yeah, 100%. Luckily, it was uh, indoors. It was through this little cave system. It's kind of like Hoth, but you're not on Hoth. <laughs> so okay. like, um, they had like props everywhere, orders being broadcast over the speakers. Like It was a cool experience. You got to, like, I took a bunch of pictures. I'll post them of like props that may have been used in the movie or just really good reproduction of those prompts. And then there's a hologram, there's the the, the animatronic droids or whatever. And it kind of like just takes you into this world. You get on this, it's like a, it's, it's a transport ship. And what it does is it actually like it moves around, you know, like you're in mm. a ship or whatever, but it turns you around. Interesting. It deposits you on the opposite side of where you were just were, but now you're in a totally different area. Spoilers, it's the First Order base. There's more holograms. It's great. It's it's a fantastic experience. Cool. That's awesome, man. How much did it cost you? The ent- I think the entire no, just Disney... the, just the tickets. Just yeah, the tickets. no, that's what I was saying. Because I had two adult tickets. I think it was like a hundred and eighty, two hundred dollars. I went on a Monday. That's not bad. So that's not bad at all. Just that ride. I don't know if it was worth one individual ticket, hmm. but if I had not gone on that ride, I would have been much more disappointed with my visit hmm. to the theme park. Sure. And then I got sure. to do this Millennium Falcon thing. That was really cool. Falcon. Falcon. You got to pronounce Falcon. it just like Han. Falcon. Millennium Falcon. <laughs> do the Kessel Run in nine parsecs. Uh, yeah. No, that was it was really great. And I mentioned all that 
mainly because I wanted to talk about my how awesome my vacation was, and I had a bunch of delicious food. It sounded like we started a Star Trek <laughs> podcast episode, and you were like, hold on, though. Uh, I got Star Wars things to talk about. No, just because it, it might not come up later. I'm gonna get it out of the way now, so we keep this streak of no, always no, no. referencing Star Wars. No, I have I have a whole thing. This episode of Lower Decks, the whole returning to work after being off, mm-hmm. the wacky adventure where they're traveling through space. We'll talk about it when we get into the plots. But it, it really resonated with me. Like I felt the pain of some of the characters. Okay, uh, I get you. I get you. And I wanted to talk about my Star Wars thing. And you your Star Wars thing <laughs> vacation, of course. Let's jump right in. Let's jump okay. right in. Yeah, so blurb. Mariner enlists her friends on a rogue mission to exonerate her mother as Captain Freeman faces a military tribunal for the destruction of Pac-Led Planet. Mm. Yes. Pac-Led so, <laughs> And this is, let me refresh here, 134 reviews or ratings, I should say, on IMDb with an 8.2 out of 10. So this thing is, uh, it's pretty well received. Uh, we'll see how it settles down. The show usually does come in a little high and then and then comes down. But uh, how did you feel about this episode? Do you think that 8.2 is on the money? Too high? Too low? I'm about to rate it a 10. So that should oh. tell you all you need to know. All right. Uh. <laughs> Good. Podcast is done. Seven minutes in. We've gone gold. <laughs> I really like this episode. I'm actually surprised at the dichotomy there for the top four scores. Like, did you did you show that again? The actual median? I can I can show that. Yeah. So it's a uh, 32.6% rated an eight, 24% mm-hmm. rated at a 10, 23.3 a nine, mm-hmm. 11.6 a seven, and then a spattering of of lower votes. It's very interesting. Median score of eight. I'm surprised how many people were like, "Yeah, that was great," but it just it's not a ten. <laughs> like. <laughs> Like, what's the, yeah. like, what didn't put what it over be the top? Ten. Like, if Riker was in this one, <laughs> like, what do you got to do? What do you got to do? I mean, you could be a cynic and be like, well, nothing's a 10, you know? But why not? Like, why isn't it a 9? Why is it a 10? What, and the the few people that rated it a 1, like, oh, okay. <laughs> trolls. Yeah. yeah, purely. Purely trolls. There's no way. Let's see. No one has written a one-star review, so. Okay, fair enough. You ready to 10, huh? Yeah. Give me your thoughts and opinions, man. This episode did a bunch of things. This is a, the second half of a two-parter, but it feels thematically different than the last one. It's really not even a two, the second part of a two-parter in the traditional sense. More is just wrapping up the, the cliffhanger uh, from the end of season two in which Captain Freeman had been arrested for the destruction of Pac-Led Planet. Alleged. Alleged. A- alleged. She was charged, right? She was arrested just, for it. I'm just saying. Innocent There's no alleged proven, about it. She was arrested for innocent it. Innocent until proven guilty. No, for no the 100%. Alle- I, mean, I meant for the alleged destruction. <laughs> oh, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure the planet is destroyed, though. <laughs> we saw a big chunk of it gone. Fake news. That's Photoshop, totally. You think it was all Photoshop? Yeah, everything about it. It's fake. <laughs> I'm surprised that the Packlids haven't accidentally blown up their planet <laughs> by now, you know? What a plan. <laughs> it's it's pretty good. Did you see the name of the Pac-Led planet? Capital City? Well, she talked about it, right? Uh-huh. She said it, and I just didn't remember what she said. But I remember laughing when she said it out loud. It is Big Strong City. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because they, you know, cause they're big and strong. Yes. You know? And the man yeah. with the biggest hat, or the person with the biggest hat, is in charge. Yeah, is in charge yeah. Oh, man. Pac-Leds. We get the, the intro. Uh, Mariner is... Obviously upset. She's hanging out with her dad, the Admiral. 
in destroying all of his potted plants that have little L cars displays on them. So who knows if they're even re- <laughs> are they real? Or does, I guess maybe he doesn't have to water them. Maybe like there's built-in uh, replicators. Replicators, yeah, in yeah. the in the pots, and it just waters the plants. I was thinking, I was thinking I maybe know. like that's a tag. What type of uh, plants it is? If it needs water? If it's yeah. now down on nutrients? Maybe. Okay. Well, I think that might be for someone else other than the admiral because they're his. I was thinking more like when they people come over, it's like, oh, these are Andorian snow roses. <laughs> or he could leave the room and then you just yeah. look down like, oh, these are Andorian snow roses. They're so cute. Like, I don't know. Like, that's what I thought. Yeah. But it makes more sense to have a built-in replicator with a water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It could be both. It could do all. It's a computer from the 25th century or 4th century. It could be whatever it wants, man. Yeah. Lots of references in this one. It was hilarious. Let's get the big one out of the way. They go to a theme park in Bozeman, Montana, <laughs> the site of First Contact. <laughs> Cromwell reprises his role as holographic Cochrane. Yeah. Uh, we get to hear Steppenwolf. They got the score from, from First Contact in there. I heard that. I was very... I've been here. It took me a minute, but I was like, this feels, this feels good. Rutherford is wearing uh, one of Jake Sisko's sweaters. <laughs> They go to the Cisco family restaurant in New Orleans, uh, which just puts, gives me, it makes me question even more how society works. Do you just open a restaurant if you want a restaurant? How is the land passed around when there's no currency? Mm. I, I have no idea. I suspect uh, if we want to get into the deep meta, we, we contents, probably don't. But go, I'll give you 30 seconds. I mean, didn't he say that it, like his family was from there? Yeah, that's the whole thing is like they, they've got rid of. Everything but inheritance. Inheritance still exists. It's no, still, no, no. Everything but, keeps I mean, getting passed it, it down. Could, it could be something as simple as like the local New Orleans government, in recognition of his many contributions to the Federation and, and, and galactic peace, decided that they would. Maybe there were some storage facilities down there, and they're like, you know what? Now we're going to turn this turn this into a restaurant dedicated to. No, no, no. Cisco's no Cisco's dad owned a restaurant in New Orleans. They visit it in Deep Space yeah. Nine. That's that yeah. restaurant. That's what I'm saying. Like it's the same. Like how does Cisco dad has Cisco's dad even have a restaurant? I don't know. Maybe just, maybe just take everything I said about his contributions and then just replace it with something else. Repl- and replace it like- <laughs> <laughs> much more locally. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There maybe you go. he like th- he was famous. So like we're gonna open up a restaurant for this dude. I don't know. Uh, who, whatever. <laughs> I, how does how does Picard have a, a vineyard? I don't understand. I know. I don't know. This is what I'm asking. Like how does he own land? I don't know. And have workers. We also get Tuvok. We did. Well, we saw. We got a uh, Captain Jellico reference. Couple of references and the news, the Federation News Network news ticker. Bunch of little references there. Oh, I didn't uh, really. All... I missed those. I only saw the one about the the London Knights. Yeah, the London Knights eclipsing the, something. But um... yeah, the baseball reference, and then yeah, before that was that Captain Jellico bans the Zebulon sisters from performing on whatever starships or something, uh, which is a, a reference to itself, uh, which is nice. With the Zebulon sisters. They were the band in season one or two of Lower Decks that they went and saw. Like they were on the show. Oh, yeah. They wore the t shirts and stuff. Okay. Yeah. I've ever so Like I said, yeah. a reference to itself, which is nice, which is nice. The episode does a couple of things. One, it's fun, it's full of these references. It, it's pretty funny. We get to revisit a bunch of things. And at the end of the day, everything the lower, the lower Deckers are doing doesn't matter because they're Lower Deckers and Big Starfleet is actually taking care of things and they should just trust it, <laughs> which is just classic. It feels like classic Lower Decks. But on top of all of that, on top of all of that, they made what I think is the deepest cut they could have possibly have made. I don't know if you agree with me or not. 
I'm kind of silent. I'm on pins and needles. Um, the deepest cut. Yeah. When they brought back Captain Morgan Bateson <laughs> to save Captain Freeman. I don't even know who that is. Oh, are you looking at Morgan? Yeah, Morgan, Morgan Bateson. Bateson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't even see it. They, did, they just showed yes. his face. They just gave his name. No, they showed his face. Um, let what? me pull it up here. Yeah, let me pull it up here. I, can't, I cannot believe I missed that at all. Here you go. Here's <laughs> Captain Freeman being freed with Kelsey Grammer, Tim Russ, uh, Jason Statham, the rest of the bridge crew. Why is Jason Statham oh. there? <laughs> I mean, look, I mean, is that not Jason Statham? Am it might I, be. I mean, I everyone else I, is somebody. I can't believe I missed it. I'm digging Shax's trench. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Their off duty, super cool and secluded civilian gear is, is that the is action pretty jacket? Nice. That's the action of jacket. Of course, it's an action jacket. Of course. No, that's Picard's action jacket. Yes, it is. Okay. okay. Yes. I'm in. So <laughs> I must have missed it. Sorry. Sorry, KG. No, you're good. If, if you're out there, Sorry. I just. Chris. I forgot your name. Chris, who is Kelsey Grammer? <laughs> it might be. It might this be Captain, right here. <laughs> Captain Morgan Batesman. <laughs> I think, like. I, I feel like this retires the bit. Did he get I think a line? This is it. No, he did not get a line. Neither uh, did uh, Tuvok, unfortunately. Do we get a tweet at him? Do we have to tweet <laughs> at Kelsey Graham? We're like, look, man, we've been doing this for like a year. <laughs> we've been doing it more than that, but yeah. So, it's been almost two years of Kelsey Grammer bits, <laughs> and he finally just shows up in a random episode of Lower Decks. Oh, I'm so sorry. At least his likeness. Oh, no. So I think I, I'm officially petitioning for the second time. That this retires the bit. This is as good as it gets. Mm. Like, I don't know. I can't. We'll see. We'll see how we feel about Resident Evil next week. I'm gonna abstain my vote. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta, you gotta abstain. You're gonna vote yeah. at a later time. Is yeah, that, I'm gonna is that how it goes? I'm tabling this discussion. Okay, okay. Well, we've officially tabled the discussion. Oh man, the whole thing. Like, I knew the entire time from the moment. I don't. I think it was her dad. He's like, Starfleet's gonna figure this one out. Like, we're good to go. Yeah, and she just doesn't trust it. And I was like, oh, yeah, no, totally. Like, in my head, I, I don't even remember my, what my original theory was, but I was like, it's a frame job. Like, mm. someone yeah. fabricated the information. I didn't think it was going to be... Like, it, I guess it makes sense that it was the pack leads because they're wanting to wrap that up and move on to something else and the, you know, episodic storytelling that they're doing. I, I was open for them to do something else, you know? Yeah. Because weren't they allied with the Klingons at some point well, as they well? Just, they gave them the, the Romulans, I can't recall. They gave yeah, them that's right. Weapons the Klingons gave them the weapons and whatnot. So I'm fine with them kind of wrapping that up. And next week we get something new. Man, Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I cannot believe I missed it. Uh, I'm so upset with myself. I'm disappointed. You should be disappointed y- in me. Uh, I am, except for I got to share it with you, so that makes it better. Like makes me feel pretty good, uh, honestly. I mean, do you agree with my analysis? My uh, that th- this is the deepest cut they've made. I mean, I mean, he shows up on screen for like four seconds in a single episode. There was the lady that could her limbs could d- detach. I mean, but there was an entire episode about her. Sure. I mean, you know, still, I mean, I mean, and from an canon. An, from an animated cartoon show that is dubious canon, and how like how many people have never seen as opposed to all the people that have watched The Next Generation. Like, I get it. I totally get yeah. it. I think I think you might be on point. What was the ship called in this the episode? Bozeman. Was it called the Bozeman again? Uh, I don't recall, actually. I, we can find uh, out, though. I have, um, I may or may not have oh, his snap. Memory He's, Alpha pulled up. Yeah, Memory Alpha, his face is on there right now. Yes, it is. The animated one. I think they always put the most recent one. That's like their, their thing. And so every time someone shows up in Lower Decks, they get an animated uh, picture. 
Morgan Bateson. Let's see. Uh, it might... Is it the Bozeman still? It was definitely an Akira class. Let's see. Uh, but who knows? Is, who knows? Oh, does it not show the name on the ship? No, because we don't. I don't think we get the ship. Yeah, we see it from that angle. Do we? I think it shows the top. I'm pulling the episode up. This is good pod. This is yeah. This is excellent pod. Since we're both trying to watch the episode on one account, if it's even gonna let us. Oh no, I'm looking it up on Memory Alpha. You can watch the episode. I'm not gonna watch the episode. I'm just gonna pull it up. Here it is. I'm looking at the top of the ship. Yep, I have the screen capture here. If I I can share this with you. It doesn't have a name. Hold on. Okay, we're waiting. We're waiting. I'm glad that for everyone listening, all this blank space would just get cut out, except that I've just talked over it. So now you've got to wait just as long as I did to get the answer from Chris. Never says the name. (laughs) It doesn't show the name either. It, It does not show the name, but it is a cool, I love the Akira class. I love that kind of that design. The flatter starship designs are always my favorite. Was the Akira one of the Kitbash ships? No, I think, I think the Akira isn't Kitbash. No. Although a lot of them are, then you wouldn't know. I think yeah. the Nebula class is a Kitbash for sure. And the Akira class influenced out of universe, influenced the design of the NX-1 yeah, I knew in that. Enterprise heavily. So no, I don't think it was a Kitbash. For anyone who doesn't know what we're referring to, in the later stages, well, not the later stages, but in, in, in various episodes of Star Trek, whenever a model needed to be made, they would literally Kitbash random parts. Let's find out. We're on memory beta. Memory beta, the more accurate of the memories. <laughs> sure. Arguably. This is good. All right. That's well. the. Yeah, Just go down to the trivia. Pod. Is it trivia? Background. Uh, no, I don't. It doesn't look like it. It looks yeah. like it was an original. Because they say it. They'll, they'll yeah. say, like, this, this model was created because they needed to do X, Y, or Z. Nope. No word kit. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. It's an original, original design. Original yeah. ship. Oh, man. I really like the. If you could pull that image back up again. Like I like how the uh, the nacelles are. It's one of the few times in Star Trek where they make the nacelles as wide as the saucer. Mm. When a lot of times when you look down the profile, the nacelles are whether they're above, below, or off to the side. Like they're never. They're always yeah. Like like they're always wider in. or tucked well, no, in. They're, they're, Sometimes they're, they're wider. I've well, there are a few, but you're right. You're right. The our main like the Enterprise always has that similar profile. No matter what version of the Enterprise you're yeah. on, it always has that similar profile. Yeah. Saucer, engineering, nacelles. But no, I liked it. I wonder how you access that. <laughs> how do you access the, the nacelles or whatever? I mean, who knows? Turbo lifts? Magic. <laughs> Same way that they uh, docked the Defiant and walk out of it, even <laughs> though there's no port in the nose of the ship. It's magic. Sure. Yeah, Harry Potter their way out of it. Magic. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I assume they just took the shuttle bay. So there are no shuttle. Anyways, anyways, uh, no, it's just magic. <laughs> I have to say that I mean I'm not going to go through our normal spiel of is this worth it or not because we all know that it is right. Yeah, There's a reason yeah. we've already this. This is what the 21st episode that we've reviewed. Obviously, we think it's worth the price of subscription. I will say though that I think that it's the best season opener we've had for lower decks. So I think in the last two seasons, episode one of the season has been the weakest episode. And if this is the weakest episode this season, wow. Just, <laughs> I wonder... It's, it's going to get good. What's the best opening episode for a Star Trek season that you've had? Like, or that you, in your personal opinion? Oh, like season opener? Yeah. Or... Se- um, man, I, uh, I don't recall all of the season. I mean, probably the second half of Time's Arrow. Um, okay. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Sorry. 
You're sassing me. I'm sassing. I I'm mean, sassing it's me. obviously, uh, and I don't recall the name of the episode, but when, you know, when Picard's a Borg and we had to wait six months to find out what happened. Best happens, of both I mean, worlds, right? Mm, is it best of both worlds? Yeah. Might That's be. right. Allegedly. Yeah. I mean, in recent history, I mean, the Strange New Worlds season one, episode one is probably the strongest of Man, new Trek. I, I really like the first episode of Discovery. The two-parter? Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It, it's good, but it, I don't know, the tone of that show was a little hit sure. or miss with me, so. I th- I guess I, I'll agree with you that this probably, it's not my new favorite episode, but it's pretty close. I had a lot of fun with this one. Oh, yeah. Like I said, it ju- it really resonated with me because I felt, I, I mean, I kind of felt the same way where like Boimler's like, he's on vacation instead of his real life. I felt the exact opposite. And, and are, we, are we not going to just, just leave the elephant in the room that like all of Boimler's cousins apparently want to have sex with him? <laughs> I don't think they're his cousins, but He sure. said my family owns oh, a vineyard. Yeah, but no one else, the people that work, that's what I'm saying. It's just like Picard owns a vineyard and then now, the local people have to come help i don't if i had canon they're his like they're they're his cousins and they... oh in the uh, i didn't notice it at the time but the trivia um <laughs> section does have the first one that comes up to him uh is dressed like the sun made raisins girl oh that's good which that's is good which is pretty good yeah. yeah uh speaking of boimler a little bit of controversy a little bit of controversy want to get your input here okay dyes his hair purple Ooh. that is not his natural hair color kind of upset about that personally i thought oh he's a mutant or oh maybe he's got a little bit of alien dna no he just dyes his hair purple maybe he's like going lavender <laughs> no he says he needs going, to buy more purple go, hair dye yeah yeah in yeah his be, logs because his hair used to be purple but now it's going lilac oh it's going lilac. Purple. i was trying to think of a lighter shayer like does purple. it not just go gray isn't <laughs> That's that what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah it's so interesting to me that like have you seen the the preview or the the publicity shots of the next generation crew for Picard season three. No, and Worf is Worf has got just white, <laughs> silver white hair. And I'm like, but he's. I mean, for one, he's not that old of a Klingon. But for two, like, why do aliens have to get gray hair? Why doesn't it go a different color when it dies? Who who knows? How does melanin work? I have no idea. <laughs> it's science. <laughs> he lives on a planet where the the atmosphere is barely breathable. Like. I mean, and he was raised in Russia. (laughs) Who knows? How else are you supposed to convey to the audience that they're old? Oh, that's uh, you're right. And those actors got to get paid too, man. (laughs) Actors got to get paid. (laughs) Yes, yes, they do. Man, am I looking forward to that? Overall, I don't. I don't think this is my favorite episode of Lower Decks. I think Lower Decks season one and season two definitely got better as they went, and they hit with a bang near the end. But I think this, like I said, this is the best opening that they've had. I'm. I'm really looking forward to seeing, you know, where they end up with it. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just, I just like looked over at my notes. I only had three notes. Okay. Uh, deepest cut thus far, purple hair dye and crystalline entity. Crystalline entity in the beginning, uh, fighting the Borg and the Romulans and the pack led. I don't know, man. Good. This is a good app. This is a good app. I also, if we were talking about the, the Bozeman tourist trap. <laughs> yeah. The bar with the juice box, it only has one song. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the one. Oh, the one song jukebox. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. The the Vulcan ship being used as a like a, a swing set. Is it the original was, ship, or is it like said. a recreation? That's they said. That's the ship with the Vulcans. Yeah, it's got to be a recreation though, or maybe they got like because like, the Vulcans didn't like stay. Yeah, forever. Maybe they right? they it, left yeah. eventually. Or they donated it. Yeah, maybe they donated it later. And the fact that you can get on the original Phoenix. <laughs> I think they said it was a replica. I think they said it was a replica. 
I'm fairly certain they did. Either way, it was a little odd to me that Tindy was all excited about going to f- and seeing First Contact. Like, it's not First Contact for her. She's not human. Yeah. But I mean, it's... But she probably heard all of... Like, I mean, if she went to the... If she went to Starfleet Academy, if sure. she had to take history of Starfleet, then she had to take history of Earth. She had to learn all about it. Oh, so sure. She yeah, was probably so. just hyped or whatever. And then maybe she had some, like, classmates that were bullies and... They didn't oh. invite her. She didn't get to go. So she's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't think she got bullied. <laughs> Bullying in Star Trek is always weird, right? It's like, we're an enlightened society, except for that person over there. <laughs> Screw that What's, guy. What is that one guy when Wesley's taking his like entrance exams to get into Starfleet? In the, uh, the blue guy? No, no, no. The The one that gets really mad if you're like polite to him. <laughs> Oh, I don't, I don't recall. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He recall. like he runs into him or something, and he goes like, "Oh, you know, I'm so sorry." And he's like, um, "Oh yeah, well, I'm a uh, blah blah blah, and I'm gonna kick your ass." And then uh, he just like bows up to him. He's like, "Yo, man, you're stepping all up my biz." And uh, I wish they talked like that. That would be uh, great. And the alien's like, "You, you," and he walks away. And then the the teacher comes over, and he's like, "Oh, yeah, that was a test, and he passed." It's like. <laughs> You got to know who your aliens you are. Know. Maybe I guess I you told that know. whole thing. So maybe that's the only type of bullies they have now, or ones that are cultural ones. Yeah, that you're. It's uh, like they don't they don't like it when you're nice. You think those guys get along with Klingons, dude? Everyone gets along with the Klingons. As soon as you spill Klingon blood, the rest of the Klingons are like, "Oh, okay, cool, 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 cool." cool. Duras had many enemies. <laughs> you got to no die, Duras. You got to do the eyes when you do it. Glory to you and your house. <laughs> Duras. Okay. Like you gotta open your eyes up so much that that hurts. And that's how you do that's how you do it. All right, overall great up. I don't have an idiot of the episode, except for maybe the guy who stole the tourist trap ship. Ah, but it's Beckett. Is it well, okay, yeah, Beckett's you're right. It is Beckett. Beckett is the idiot. A hundred percent. I didn't even think about it because she, without her being an idiot, we wouldn't have an episode. Uh, so I, it just kind of glossed over in my head. But okay, yeah, I agree. I, just, I imagine I agree. like imagine being like a lower decker on the Enterprise D. You're in a ten forward, and then you're like, wait a minute, Captain Picard's on trial for treason. What? When that when that explosion happened? What? What? What are you talking about? Oh, oh, okay. Well, I get, he'll figure it out. He's 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 a captain. He's pretty smart. Yeah, he, he's got yeah. it. <laughs> Wait a minute, the captain's been on a secret mission this entire time, but I thought he just was taking vacation. And it happened cool. on Risa? Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh man. Just let Starfleet do its thing, Beckett. <laughs> Picard visits Risa, meets a nice lady, goes on a little adventure, gets pranked by Riker. It's all funny. Worf goes to Risa, becomes a, an eco terrorist, almost brings down an entire society. Yeah. Who knows? <laughs> Admits that he accidentally killed another kid when he was a youth. You know. Yeah. Riza is full of surprises. It'll yeah. bring it. It'll bring back. It'll make you feel something. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I'm sorry. You had the you had the work on. I thought you were. You know. I thought you were DTF. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to buy a DTF statue. It's going to be back there at some point. 
just pull it out for special occasions when people. Come. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I got somebody coming over. I'm just gonna put this on the coffee table. We'll see what happens. Do you think your parents would recognize it? Like if you just had it, like on the in the kitchen. Do you think my my mom, who's watching us uh, live record this right now, would know what the uh, the Riza <laughs> statue that says your DTF uh, looks like? Yeah, probably. Fair enough. And if she doesn't, she's about to look it up. <laughs> In about five seconds. Is that the is that the horgon? You got the horgon out, Anthony. You got the <laughs> Anthony. Put away the horgon. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's not funny. But she sounds nothing like that. No, that is not how she's she is a, at all. She's a wonderful person, and I'm I'm really sorry. I was just I was, it was a bit. <laughs> you were doing Dorothy's. What you're doing? <laughs> you were projecting your own mother onto Dory. my mother. Dory. Dory. Is it Dory? I, I don't know. She goes by. I mean, I don't oh, know. I have no idea. <laughs> I call her mom. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, when you're talking about her, when you're telling stories about her, you don't. You talk to her, you mention her by her name. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm, just, I'm not here to judge your relationship with your parents. Wow. That sounds I mean, like not, you are. not today. It, sound, it sounds like you are. Well, I don't <laughs> need to. You got it. You got it. There's plenty of other people who do that for you. We can go back to uh, our Star Trek thing. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed the episode. Fantastic. We're going to do the rest of the season. I don't know how we're going to do it. And we might do weekly bonus episodes. We might batch them like we did uh, strange new worlds next week we are doing resident evil just like we've talked about for like a month now i promise we are going to discuss resident evil season one slash uh the complete series of resident evil (laughs) the only season of it yeah yeah it'll be fun it'll be good (laughs) i feel bad for my boy lance Mm, mm -hmm. yeah you should uh, if you if you enjoyed the the podcast, please follow, subscribe, hit the little heart, whatever it is you got to do on your podcasting platform of choice to get alerted when new episodes come out. Uh, be sure to leave us that thumbs up or that five star review on Good Pods or Apple Podcasts. That goes a long, long way. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, if you have suggestions for other streaming sci fi or sci fi adjacent things that we should watch, please send them our way. Uh, if you you think something's really nice and want to share it send it to us. If you think something really is horrible and you want to punish us, send it to us. We'll yeah. watch it either way. Suggest us to your friends. Suggest us to your enemies. Yes, because everyone deserves this. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And um, trust in the legal process. Oh, uh, <laughs> if, you, if you live in a utopian society, trust the, trust legal, the process. legal process. Yeah. If you don't live in a utopian society... Do whatever you feel is best. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's a nuanced world out there. (laughs) Bye, guys. Bye. The angle has landed. I think that's the best outro we've ever had. Uh, oh no! <laughs> I like I like how you're you're over here like well you think your mom would notice like I don't know let's find out <laughs> yeah she didn't say anything she, she didn't she probably up. no she's probably not listening sometimes she just has it up and she'll watch it uh, later because she can't or whatever she just good. supports so thanks mom <laughs> yeah she's great she's great uh, um oh man. <laughs>